Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, uh, the Open Championship is uh, just around the corner. In fact, uh, next week at uh, Royal Liverpool. Uh, but uh, always preceding that is the annual Scottish Open, uh, which uh, gets underway uh, tomorrow night, New Zealand time, at the Renaissance Club in North Berwick in Scotland. Um, it's an interesting course. It'll be uh, just over the 7,300 yards in terms of distance. It's not far from the coast, um, but it's, uh, it's the kind of golf that uh, you have to have a knack for, really. And you also have a knack for picking winners when it comes to a tournament of this kind and the Open Championship. And that's why we go to David Bileski, of course, on Twitter at, uh, at Deep Dive. It's just the most amazing website and so successful. He just tips us out winner after winner, including in the last major, of course, it was Wyndham Clark. He got, uh, we got him at uh, a lot of money. So uh, we could not not have uh, David with us again uh, with the Open just around the corner. David, uh, thanks very much uh, for joining us again. Uh, busy time in the UK for golf. It's their time. It is, yeah, no, it's an exciting time over in the, the UK, not just um, on the PGA Tour and DPL Tour, they had the, the Live Golf event down in uh, London as well, so they're all uh, heading over that part of the world, so yeah, up in Scotland this week and, and playing the Renaissance Club, and um, for many of the, the PGA Tour guys, short trip over to try their hand at a bit of Lynx Golf and, and get their eye on the Open Championship next week. Tell us a wee bit about uh, the Renaissance Club as such. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting course. It, it gets a bit of a rap because it's a, it's a relatively modern link-style course, and a lot of these courses have been here for centuries, literally as the, as the home of golf when um, old Tom Morris was um, was out designing some of these these courses. So um, it takes it takes a bit of a hard rap, but it, for, for my eye, it, it shares a lot of the distinct elements that you'd expect in a link-style course. So um, a lot of firm, tight lies around the greens, Deep pot bunkers, um, you know, if you stray too far offline, your your balls in and some of that long fescue. So, um, by all means, I still think that it takes quite a particular type of golfer to be successful at this type of track. Having some links experience is an advantage, and hopefully, we can see a few of these um, DP World Tour guys um, give it to the big dogs over in the PGA Tour. Right. Okay. You mentioned uh, Cam Smith just before, of course. Uh, Cam Smith has warmed up quite nicely as defending champion of uh, the Open. Uh, with a win last week. Yeah, look, he, he's in, in pretty impressive form at the moment, and and it is very difficult to just be able to tell how um, the live form is going to translate across. But um, you'd have to say he's following a, a recipe that we sort of saw last year. He played very very well at the the Scottish Open, and that seemed to be the the perfect recipe for him. Um, then going out and up, upsetting um, what would have been um, a pretty special story if Rory McIlroy had seen out that 150th um, open victory, managed to snatch victory um, from his hands. So um, similar kind of recipe, you know, seen him just, um, yeah, coming into the, the right time, right form at the right time of year. Um, his short game's immaculate, um, and the iron game with um, Cam Smith has really been turning this year as well. So I, guess, I expect he'll put a pretty stern defence out there next week. 
Rightio. Okay, let's uh, look at this field then. It is a very, very strong one. It has uh, It's headed by uh, Scotty Scheffler, but it includes uh, last, uh, the defending champion of the Scottish Open, uh, Xander Schauffele. We've got McElroy Fowler, Thomas Spieth, Homer Cantlay, Hovland. That's just the American contingent, basically. And, and then you chuck in uh, Lowry and Fleetwood. Tommy Fleetwood's been playing well. I mean, how do you separate this field? Yeah, look, I mean, it's very, very tough. And, and the other element with that as well is that a lot of these PGA Tour guys, the the only time that they come and play links golf is either the Scottish Open or the Open Championship if, if they're not doing both. So um, it it is very, very difficult on a links course. You do need to be looking at the weather. I'd say that that's a huge part of what goes into my process in terms of, especially on a links course, where the difference between 15 miles per hour and 20 mile per hour winds on a on a links course can make a huge, huge difference because they're so exposed. There's no trees protecting the the fairways at all, and suddenly, if you're exposed to those extra gusts, they can just see golfers suddenly missing greens, you know, finding that long fescue and and putting out for to try and save double bogey instead. So, we've seen that with this course, I mean we've seen winning scores of up to minus 22 and then we've seen winning scores last year of minus 7 um, so the, the range of outcomes do um, get pretty wide and, and the wind is going to play a very very big part in that um, in this coming week as well And that's the amazing thing, if you watch PGA Golf, and I do on a regular basis, the, the merest zephyr, the thing when, you know, when the, the leaves start rattling a little bit in the trees, they start to say that the wind is a big factor in the in the United States. They've got no idea about wind until they pop over the, to these parts. Absolutely. I mean, the majority of, of course, like you won't see anything like the Renaissance Club in, in the States. Um, there just really isn't anything that kind of gets close. And and all of their courses are, are basically parkland, kind of tree-lined fairways. And, you know, there's, there's a little bit of difference wind here and there, you know, it might give you a slight edge. But... Um, on the links course, like if the the wind starts picking up, suddenly you're just you're there and out there with the elements, and that's that's what makes links golf um, so fascinating and so so beautiful to watch. So things going to be enthralling a couple of weeks ahead for us. Okay, let's uh, look at uh, possibilities. In fact, can we look at the Kiwis first? Uh, Daniel Hillier and Ryan Fox. Uh, Hillier playing with Charlie Hoffman and Parag Harrington, which is a really high-profile draw for him. Ryan Fox with Tom Hogan and uh, Corey Connors, who's been a recent winner on the PGA. So both in good pairings. Yeah, definitely. I mean, look, we, we were on Daniel Hillier. It's the first time, actually, we've tipped um, Daniel Hillier was um, a couple of weeks ago and happened to be at the, the Bedford um, British Masters where he came out and got the, the main victory. And I'm a, um, a member of Judge for Golf Club as well, which is where Daniel Hillier is a junior um, hacked his way around, you know, um, traditional country course. And um, great to see the local boy go out there and, and get a get a huge win at a tournament that, um, you know, that some pretty elite, New Zealand golfers have won it um, before as well around the Balfrey. So, um, look, he he's, he's got that victory under his belt now, and I think that was a fantastic win for him um, at 80 to 1. I just I do wonder if the Lens course is perhaps going to be um, a step too far for him. Um, the, around the green game with um, Hillary would be probably the weakest element of his game. And when you're looking at Lens golf, you know, your ability to get up and down from the, the pot bunkers or these sort of like very tight firm wise you're going to have to be very very creative um, look I think it's going to be a pretty stern test what he what he does have going for him is that he's, he's turning into one of the best ball strikers on um, the DP World Tour at the moment so his approach base is excellent and his driving distance and actually is very very good as well 
Um, in terms of Ryan Fox, I'm a bit more bullish on his um, his options here. Um, I, I liked him a lot at Open um, when he was around 100 to 1 originally when this this tournament was originally um, came out to market. He's since been narrowed into 90s and then some pretty sharp money's come his way and he's come into 66s now. So there's a lot of sharp money going his way. So I mean that's that's good for his his chances, um, but I'm not not too sure that I love the the price on him now. Right. Okay. So um, of uh, the Americans that have uh, popped over, as you say, to have a quick raid and then go back home again. Ricky Fowler's been in, in rear nick. Yeah. Look, and he was he was so so close to to getting that victory at the U.S. Open, and then um, finally getting that that breakthrough. Um, just recently, so it's great to see him, him back in form. You know, I think it's um, he's a very, very popular, likable guy. Um, perhaps hasn't ever, um, you know, got to the level that he's needed to in majors. But got when oh so close at the, the US Open um, when we unfortunately also had Wyndham Clark within our selections that week. So um, look, I, I think he's he's the type of player who could play very, very well here. I, I mean, it, it's it's promising to see. The, the signs from him recently, being recently in uh, contention in the major um, recent winner as well. The approach base excellent, and Fell is one of those guys who's very, very creative around the greens, and I think that's a real asset here, kind of speak-like in nature, and, and I think both of those, if you, you're looking at the Americans, um, are, are never a bad shout. What's happened to Justin Thomas, David? Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, there's all sorts of rumours at the moment. Um, there, there's concerns that it's um, some sort of lingering injury. Um, there's been talk of a hip injury. There's been talk of um, just sort of, um, you know, the, the mental side of the game getting to him at the moment. Um, but he, he looks a broken player. Uh, he really does. And it's, it's, it's odd the way that it's happening because one week it's the driver, the next it's the irons. You know, then his short game goes, so it's not like there's one specific element of his game that needs solving. It's kind of like all of it at different times and um, need need to find some sort of resolution. You know, he, he flashed a little bit recently. I think he was ninth um, at the Travellers. So, you know, he had he had a little moment where it was like, oh, you know, Justin Thomas finally sort of finding his way back, and then he's, he he went and threw it all out the window the, the very next tournament. So, look, as Games in real state, which which is a shame because um, with the the Ryder Cup just around the corner, they're they're going to want him as a core piece along with Jordan Spieth as one of their strongest pairings. So, uh, are, we, are we looking at uh, from your point of view? Um, and we don't look as closely as the DP tour on this show anyway. You do, I imagine, uh, when it comes to looking at form and and possibilities, but. Uh, if you, you look at uh, the DP World Tour um, and you look at the PGA Tour, where do you see the winner for the Scottish Open coming from or the possibilities? Yeah, look, I, I think you still need to lean towards the PGA Tour just because the, the level of golf, like it, it is a big, big drop but down from the PGA Tour down to the DP World Tour. Like that, That's just the reality of the structure of the game as it is now. Where, where the DP World Tour guys benefit is that they get to play Lynx golf, you know, six, seven, eight times a year, whereas the Americans don't get that experience. So you might see a, a player like Matthew Southgate, who's at extreme odds, suddenly pop up for a top 20, you know, and that's because he's basically a Lynx style specialist. Like this is his bread and butter. Um, he's used to this type of course, this type of course, but in terms of um, the winner, probably coming from the PGA Tour, I would think. 
And like I, I still really like the form that we're seeing from Wyndham Clark. I think that he's a very, very good shout. As you mentioned, Ricky Fowler, I don't think it's a bad um, shot either. And then you've got a couple of the, the European guys who are uh, uh, link specialists and had a lot of it lot of experience on these type of courses coming back from the PGA Tour, Golf Lake Tour Hattons, Tommy Fleetwood, you know, they've got a, a lot of um a lot of experience on tournaments like the Aphrodite Links, um, playing at Carnegie and and um St Andrews as well. So a lot of those guys kinda stepping back to to a field which, you know, is is very, very strong, especially at the top with Jeff Lynn and Rory, but um, kind of mixed in with some of those GP World Tour guys, it's probably a little bit softer than some of those PGA Tour events. So just listening to you, um, David, on this, you're probably uh, leaning towards maybe uh, a top 10, top 20 type finish for a player, or uh, you haven't really, I mean, it's been very hard to sort of single any one uh, entity out there. I just, are you looking sort of further afield at wider markets? Um, it- a little bit of both, you know. I've I've got um, a few favourites in the selections this week um, that that will be published until the, the next twenty four hours or so. Um, one thing with links off is that I always just really want to keep a, a close close eye on the weather, and that that can just change in an in instant in Scotland, and 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 that's the reality. Is as as I mentioned, is with the with the winds that just can change in an instant, and if you're on the wrong side of that, then, then your chances are, are blown. So I, I do think that there's some real opportunities in terms of like top 20 and top 40 markets with, um, as I said, guys like Matthew Southgate or Matthew Jordan, um, Jordan Smith, you know, um, Alexander Bjork, like a lot of those European guys who are in very, very good form, but suddenly you're getting this huge inflated price on them because, you know, you've got these PGA Tour Raiders coming over, but Lynx Golf is their bread and butter. They're doing this all the time, and then they can kind of sneak into those top 20 and top 40 markets. I think there's some really, really good opportunities in those markets this week. Deep dive, folks. Deep dive uh, golf. That's where you've got to head for David Bileski's uh, opinions. And uh, as he said, uh, he's going to keep his powder dry until he sees the absolute forecast uh, at uh, North Berwick for the Renaissance Club. And um, then I think a uh, really uh, opportune time to cash in. And we'll do the same thing again, of course, looking at the Open Championship at Royal Liverpool. Incidentally, does Royal Liverpool and Renaissance, do they match up in, in terms of um, their characteristics or not? Yeah, I, I believe so. I mean, we we look at what's happened at the course there recently. Um, like the, this is a strong driving course. I do think you need going, going to be need to be um, long and straight off the tee here is is a real benefit. Um, it's a fairly strong test for for a past seventy one. Um, and similar next week. I mean, we, we've seen um, some very strong drivers go well there. So, um, links golf in general is going to correlate very very well. So, um, but. Bear in mind, I mean, a lot of these, these top pros, I think the, the the main eye is going to be on, on next week. Um, so they'll be, be turning up here, um, especially someone like Scottish Scheffler's not going to mind if he finishes 14th or 4th. You know, he's um, got an eye on lifting a claret jug um, next week and he's going to want to be getting his eye in. Okay, David, uh, thanks very much for your insights there. As always, uh, very valuable to us. We keep an eye on that website, folks, uh, Deep Dive, and uh, honestly, it is the place to go for the information. Uh, David Bileski, have a terrific day, um, and hopefully we'll catch up with you again very, very soon. Pleasure. Thanks, Billy.